before the grocery store. Fifteen minutes later, they were walking down the aisle of the grocery store, and Cindy was picking off packages from the bottom shelf, deliberately flashing Jean her pussy when no one was in the aisle with them. Cindy, despite her bravado, was nervous about her outfit and spent a lot of energy pulling on the skirt to cover as much of her ass as possible. When she met people in the aisle, she crossed her arms awkwardly over her breasts. She had always enjoyed men looking at her and loved showing her body in sexy clothes. This somehow felt different. She had crossed some arbitrary line in the sand where this felt like exhibitionism. Or it was some kind of predicament sex where she could not push the cart, keep her skirt down, cover her boobs, and pick off groceries from the shelf without exposing herself. What surprised Cindy the most was how much putting herself in this situation turned her on. Her vulnerability, her exposure to probing eyes despite her best efforts not to show off her ass, tits, and pussy left her wet, and with an arousal inside of her that was slowly consuming her. Jean refused to help her and was struggling with his own arousal. It was so obvious that Jean had no control of his body, but she wondered how much of the same thing was going on with her with every minute that passed. Men were all looking, smiling, staring, and even saying hi to her. She sensed she had just entered a new stage in her sexuality, was she now on a path to becoming an exhibitionist, she asked herself. Jean couldn't believe Cindy had gone through with it and got out of the safety of the car. Seeing how uncomfortable she was being half-naked was a huge turn-on in its own right. Even trying not to expose herself, he found it easy to gawk at her breasts and the way her nipples had gone erect as she got turned on. Her skirt rode up on her ass cheeks and had to be pulled down constantly because it was just too small to cover her ass. Whether she bent over at the waist or squatted to get something off the lower shelves gave him an opportunity to see her pussy. When she leaned over the car to the meat aisle, his eyes were torn between her swinging breasts or exposed ass. When she reached a higher shelf, nearly half of her ass cheeks were exposed. And oh, did the cage hurt? He wondered how he had ever got this crazy fantasy in his head. His penis was compressed and felt like it would explode, the ring pulled on his balls, and he was going mad with how his penis kept pointing down. Inside the tube, his penis jerked and fought its cage, and the pressure of semen inside him wanting to get out made him think his balls would rupture. It was awful and wonderful at the same time to be so turned on, and as the minutes rolled into hours, his frustration grew to a level that it was almost impossible to act like everything was normal. He wanted a time out even more than he wanted to fuck Cindy. His reality was bigger than the fantasy, and he felt so much more out of his control than he thought possible. He could sense that there was a growing panic in Cindy, too, as she realized she had gone too far. What Jean wanted most when he looked at her guilty smile was to take Cindy to the floor and fuck her with every ounce of strength he had until his frustration exploded inside of her. He knew she was wet and as turned on as he was with this insane game, they were playing. Her actions were jerky, irregular, and unpredictable. He had seen her like this when he had managed to tease her with his tongue for 20 minutes or so without letting her get off. Even her high irregular voice was the same. Could this game get her that turned on too? He knew he had no power not to be turned on. And he could feel his condition worsening with every minute he spent in Cindy's presence. The idea that he could stay this turned on for the hour or so they would be in the store and that he would be able to even walk by the end was ludicrous. And it was clear to him, if not her, that she would be unable to keep it together much longer. But he was no more in control of this game than he was of his dick as it pounded its head senseless against the end of the tube. He wanted a way out but was unable to think clearly enough to act or come up with a plan.
Cindy laughed to herself as she watched how he was walking. You're walking funny like an old man, my man. Has something got a hold of your dick? She slapped him hard on the ass and then tried to pull his lips down to hers to kiss him as they approached a middle-aged woman. She was amazed at how much she wanted him. Jean pulled away, embarrassed at this crazy woman with him. Not here. Wait till we get home. Oh, you're no fun. I think I will have to keep you in that cage for a while until you wake up. You got a hot mama here, and you're ignoring her. Except your dick can't ignore me, isn't that fun? Don't you want to slip your hands between my legs? I will let you. It was as if she was drunk he thought. Get away from me, you are being crazy. Not here. There is no one around. She took his hand and put it on her ass under her skirt. Just let it slide down my ass and into my pussy, Jean. You want to, I know you do. Jean could even smell her love juices on her. His dick responded with a new flurry of desperate jerks to raise its head like someone being held underwater. Jean's hand went to the cage in a feeble attempt to help his penis. Stop, there are cameras in here. Cindy teased a little and tried to remember if she had done anything that video's camera might have recorded. Don't let Jean see you are rattled. They both were finding it difficult to think about groceries as they finished the first aisle without a single item in their basket. Cindy had stood and stared at the cheeses in the refrigerated sections. She stood there and stared, waiting for no one to be around them, but there were a dozen people in the area, and she could feel many eyes on her ass as she stood there with her arms crossed across her breasts, pretending to be looking for just the right cheese. Jean stood off to the side, eager to see what kind of show she put on to pick up cheese below her knee level and a couple of feet in front of her. Imagining what she would expose made his breath quicken and the cage jerk. He wondered if anyone could see the jerks of his cage. He had to remind himself that no one but Cindy knew he was in a cage that compressed his dick to less than half the size it was struggling to be. Get me some cheddar extra sharp. Get it yourself. Can't you bend over in that cage? She admitted to herself that she was afraid to bend over. I can't do this, she said to herself. I want to see your ass when you do it. No cheese this week, come on. Cindy walked on, constantly making sure her skirt was down over her ass and Jean followed meekly behind her. All Jean could think about was getting out of the cage because it was uncomfortable, bordering on hurting, and he felt powerless to control his erection while in Cindy's presence. His thoughts were so muddled that he did not even consider the fact that he could leave the grocery store and go outside to get away from Cindy, at least for a while. Instead, he was obsessed with each of her movements in trying to manage her clothing, which was inadequate to make her feel comfortable while simultaneously turning on Jean more with each unintended flash. Her tensions got magnified ultimately by the hardness of his dick and the feeling one could not be this turned on and still be unable to come. 
Like a rat starving to death on sugar water while real food was nearby, Jean, once fully turned on and eternally on the edge of orgasm, could no more choose to stop following and lusting after Cindy than the rat could walk away from sugar water. Cindy's desires were fed by men gawking at her and Jean's insane lust and addiction. The random flashing of her ass, pussy, and breasts and people's response to her exhibitionism gave her small jolts of lust that escalated her own animal responses and dopamine hits that she responded against her own will to Jean's desire to be close to her and to touch her in any way he could. When she stopped suddenly, Jean's cage bumped into her ass. They were both slow to move apart and instead pushed into each other for a long moment. At that moment, Jean bent forward and kissed her neck, sending chills down to her groin. In that brief moment of contact, they were transported into their bed fucking each other's brains out. On the second aisle, with Jean and Cindy so turned on that rational behavior was impossible, she squatted, pretending to look at snacks on the bottom shelf. Jean was standing to her right as she opened up her legs and let him look down at her pussy. The way he was looking at her had her so turned on she was wondering if she could come just from the way he was looking at her, or more crudely, the way he was looking down between her legs as if he knew how wet and eager she was for him. Jean, with his mouth open, moved up close to Cindy and looked down at her exposed pussy ignoring the throbbing of his own penis and the world around him. She wondered how the cage felt for him as she slipped her finger into her pussy and let it slide over her clit. God, that feels good. She felt his hand on her shoulder, nudging her. He wants me, God, I am going to come. The second nug was harder and came with a grunt. Her eyes caught movement to her left. A young couple stood there, their faces in complete shock. Cindy rose, and Jean followed. Some looking at their fast walk from the store might have called it running. They did not look back or stop until they were in the car. Cindy drove fast and recklessly until they were half a mile from the store, where she pulled the car over to the side of the road into someone's driveway. Both of them were breathing hard and rattled by how audacious their actions in the store had been. Jean's dick was still throbbing in the cage, and he was useless beyond staring at Cindy's body and wanting it. Can you drive? She asked him. I don't think I can, or should. His eyes went to her open legs and her pussy. God, I so want you. Please, could you let me out of the cage so we could fuck? I have never wanted you more. I've had enough of my fantasy. Well, Quit looking at it if it bothers you so much. You need to learn how to handle this, this is what denial feels like, get over it. At the same moment, she slipped her finger into her pussy and rubbed on her clit. Oh God you are looking at me like you are going to die if you don't have me. Look what I have done to you. This is so damn erotic. Maybe you need to shut your eyes or something because you are going to want me more in a few seconds. If I shut my eyes, I would still see you and want you. And my mind would still be in the grocery store. 
I can't believe you just did that, that was crazy. You are not making sense. We just did that. I am not the one sitting here trembling all over because he is so turned on. Why didn't you tell me they were there? Her breathing was harder now as she worked her way to an orgasm as Jean watched. I didn't see them right away and it was like it was all in slow motion. I nudged you and you didn't respond. I think I nudged you again. I don't think they got our license plate. Maybe they will just forget it happened. What was I supposed to do? Or maybe, they will call the police. But, I agree we are overreacting. Deep breath. I can drive us home in just a few minutes. You need to calm down and get a grip on yourself. Oh God, I have to come now, this is too much. Her body shook with a small orgasm. You really can't come in that cage? Jean's hand was holding the cage, pushing in on it and then out. God, I get so close. But the cage is too tight, and the steel tube does not feel like a pussy or your mouth. I have been so close a half dozen times since you put this on. Maybe we could get a cage with a bigger diameter and a little longer. And this cage points down so abruptly that there is a kink in my penis. I think the kink is the main reason I can't come. I can feel my body trying to come, but nothing comes out, and then it just burns. This is too much, you need to let me out. I need to come, please, I beg you, I want you to give me the keys. I want you to give me the keys. That sounds like an order. I don't think so. You are going to have to learn not to let yourself get so worked up. You don't need to come, you just want to come. What's one orgasm more or less? I think I am going to be coming enough for the both of us. I had a small one in the store with just the way you were looking at me and wanting me. You are getting me worked up again with how you are staring and shaking. You are being a whim, you need to suck it up and control your lust. That is so unfair what you just did. Jean said his voice high and whinny. You know I am already hurting and then you come in front of me. You could at least wait until you got home and go off by yourself. No one made you watch. You don't expect me to get that turned on and not come, do you? Remember, it is your fantasy, Jean. I would love to go down on you if you were not in your fantasy prison. How is your fantasy working out for you? For me, it is working out surprisingly well, who would have thought it? I like you getting me turned on like this. I have never experienced a man wanting me so much it made me come. And yes, I feel a little mean coming in front of you, but I can't say that having this power over you doesn't feel good. It's fun and brings out a whole side of me that I did not even know existed. I have to admit, I did not see this coming. I can see I will have to set up the rules for this game on my own. You're too brain-dead to be of much use. Jean sat in the passenger seat, his eyes still on her bare pussy. The cage was uncomfortable at best, and he was struggling a little bit with the whole scene. As hard as he tried, 
He couldn't keep his eyes off of her open legs and the brown tuff of her pussy as she sat with her legs open in the car, taunting him. His wanting her kept him hard and the cage very uncomfortable. Why couldn't he take his attention away from those smooth, lightly tanned legs? He wondered what it would be to be mad. Is this how it would feel, but even worse? He didn't know why it unnerved him so much for Cindy to have the keys to his cage. He did trust her, he had lived with her for five years. She would be reasonable, he told himself. What was he supposed to do about any of it? 